This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. We're not living the American dream. We're living a financial nightmare. The U.S. government, and that includes the Biden administration, is spending money it doesn't have on programs it can't afford, and we, the taxpayers, are the ones who will be forced to foot the bill for the government's physical insanity. We've been sold a bill of goods by politicians promising to pay down the national debt, jumpstart the economy, rebuild our infrastructure, secure our borders, ensure our security, and make us all healthy, wealthy, and happy. None of that has come to pass, and yet we've still been loaded down with debt not of our own making. The financial tyranny works the same whether it's a Democrat or Republican at the helm. Let's talk numbers, shall we? The national debt, the amount the federal government has borrowed over the years and must pay back, is $28 trillion and growing. That translates to roughly $224,000 per taxpayer. The government's answer to the COVID-19 pandemic has been to throw money at the problem in the form of stimulus checks, small business loans, unemployment benefits, vaccine funding, and financial bailouts for corporations. All told, the federal government's COVID-19 spending has exceeded $4 trillion. The Biden administration is now proposing another $2 trillion in infrastructure spending. The amount this country owes is now greater than its gross domestic product, that is, all the products and services produced in one year by labor and property supplied by the citizens. And the top two foreign countries who own about a third of our debt are China and Japan, believe it or not. That debt is also growing exponentially. It is expected to be twice the size of the U.S. economy by 2051. Essentially, the U.S. government is funding its very existence with a credit card. We're paying more than $300 billion in interest every year on that public debt, not including what COVID-19 has just added to the bill. That breaks down to more than $2,400 per household. Clearly, the national debt isn't going away anytime soon, especially not with the government spending on the rise and interest payments making up such a large chunk of the budget. Still, the government remains unrepentant, unfazed, and undeterred in its wanton spending. Indeed, the national deficit, the difference between what the government spends and the revenue it takes in, is expected to be $2.3 trillion for the fiscal year 2021. If Americans manage their personal finances that way, and the way the government mismanages the nation's finances, we'd all be debtors in a debtor's prison right now. Despite the government's propaganda being peddled by the politicians and news media, however, the government isn't spending our tax dollars to make our lives better. We're being robbed blind so the government elite can get richer. This is nothing less than financial tyranny. We the people have become the new permanent underclass in America. In the eyes of the government, we the people, the voters, the consumers, and the taxpayers are little more than pocketbooks waiting to be picked. Consider, the government can seize your home and your car, which you bought and paid for, over a non-payment of taxes. Government agents can freeze and seize your bank accounts and other valuables if they merely suspect, quote-unquote, wrongdoing. And the IRS insists on getting the first cut of your salary to pay for government programs over which you have no say. 
We have no real say in how the government runs or how our taxpayer funds are used, but we're being forced to pay through the nose anyhow. We have no real say, but that doesn't prevent the government from fleecing us at every turn and forcing us to pay for endless wars that do more to fund the military-industrial complex than protect us, pork barrel projects that produce little to nothing, and a police state that serves only to imprison us within its walls. If you have no choice, no voice, and no real options when it comes to the government's claims on your property or money, you're not free, folks. It wasn't all this way, of course. Early Americans went to war over the inalienable rights described by philosopher John Locke as the natural rights of life, liberty, and property. It didn't take long, however, a mere hundred years, in fact, before the American government was laying claim to the citizens' property by levying taxes. It's all gone downhill from there. While we're struggling to get by and making tough decisions about how to spend what little money actually makes it into our pockets after the federal, state, and local governments take their share, this doesn't include the stealth taxes imposed through tolls, fines, and other fiscal penalties. The government continues to do whatever it likes, levy taxes, rack up debt, spend outrageously and irresponsibly with little thought for the plight of we the people. This is no way of life. In addition to the government's endless wars, we're being forced to shell out money for surveillance systems to track our movements, money to further militarize our already militarized police, money to allow the government to raid our homes and bank accounts, money to fund schools where our kids learn nothing about freedom and everything about how to comply, and on and on and on. It's tempting to say that there is little we can do about it, except that's not quite accurate. Remember, the Constitution starts with those three powerful words, we the people. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, the War on the American People, there is power in our numbers. That remains our greatest strength in the face of a governmental elite that continues to ride roughshod over the populace. It remains our greatest defense against a government that has claimed for itself unlimited power over the purse, that is taxpayer funds, and the sword or military might. Where we lose out is when we fall for the big-talking politicians who spend big at our expense. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.